100% Real with Lisa Cabrera. Ladies and gentlemen, in Hampton, Virginia, they had a three-day event commemorating 400 years of slavery. And they're calling it a time of healing. And you know how I feel. There is no healing without reparations. You know, us spending time together for three days, that's not reparations. And... Anything less than financial restitution is not reparations. And number two, these folks don't get to dictate to us what reparations is. And the bottom line is that's what they have been trying to do all the way up until this time. Well, you already got reparations, the Civil War. No, no. If that's the case, you should have told the Jews that they had their reparations World War II. Why didn't you do that with them? So no, we don't accept anything short of reparations and without financial restitution, it's not reparations. So thanks for the three-day event, but it's not going to be seen as reparations. So we don't want your cheap deluxe style reparations. It's unacceptable and we will never accept that. Let me go ahead and play this audio from CNN. Today, you're gonna to see hundreds of people together in Hampton, Virginia for a day of healing, commemorating the 400th anniversary of the first landing of enslaved Africans in the English colonies. A nationwide bell ringing will take place this afternoon, ringing simultaneously for four minutes, one for each century. CNN's Natasha Chen has more. Say something thanking them for their sacrifice. In the same spot where about 20 captured Africans arrived four centuries ago, people whispered prayers to them and to the ancestors who did not survive the voyage, sending those thoughts floating with flower petals into the Chesapeake Bay. The ghost of the past is still alive with us today, and you can feel it as you walk around and look at the backdrop here. Under the backdrop of Fort Monroe, people felt what shackles would have been like and took pictures at this historic marker where the ship White Lion arrived. Asia Leeds, co-director of African Diaspora Studies at Spelman College, says this wasn't the first group of Africans in America. There were others already taken to what were then Spanish, Portuguese, and French territories. But this does mark the first arrival to English North America. It marks a beginning of um, the foundations of this nation, uh, and of which slavery is deeply embedded. So we have the beginnings of um, not just U.S. governing systems, right, they emerge out of this colonial history, but also the foundations of American wealth. And now African Americans can be part of that wealth in spite of continued struggles of inequality. Now we're engineers, lawyers, doctors, presidents, maybe a future female president. 
but we've come a long way. And while they look at the traditions that made them who they are, the next generation is also looking at what their world could be. Imagine the problems that would be solved if all people were kind and felt cared for. It doesn't matter what your race or religion may be. We all deserve kindness. Can we talk about where we're going? And can we talk about what is necessary to get there as we look at the next 400 years? Natasha Chen, CNN, Hampton, Virginia. Okay, y'all. Look, the bottom line is we predate most of the white people in this country, ladies and gentlemen, and it's something that is never, ever spoken about. You know, and we certainly predate Trump. Trump is a first-generation American, all right? And many people in this country are like him, but they think they have more right to be here than the people that have predated them. You know, when by the time the Mayflower came over here, black people were already in the land. Okay, we were already here. All of these people that are telling you to go back to Africa and go back from where you came from, we predate them. We literally predate them. It's documented. So, and don't go get information for these people, y'all. They have access to the internet just like the rest of us do. So when they tell you to go get information and show them this and show them it, don't you ever, ever, ever do that. If you can research and find these things out, they can do it too. We are not here to coddle anybody. Those coddling days are over. We don't have to coddle anybody. We don't have to hold anybody's hand and teach them anything. That is not our jobs to do. Our, the only thing we should be focused on is reparations. As far as educating people, let them get their education the best way they can. Okay, seriously, let them get it the best way that they can. And I don't feel bad about saying that for this simple reason. We have been lied to all throughout the history of this country. They haven't told us the truth yet. Virtually everything that I have learned in school were lies. It wasn't until I got into my adulthood and started reading more about our history, I started getting the truth. And nothing that I have learned in the recent years is similar to what was taught in the school system. What they teach you is really useless. It is so watered down and, and it's filled with so much falsehoods and it's virtually useless, everything that they have taught. And there's a reason why. You were taught that way. They need to keep you dumbed down so that you're easy to control. 
That's the entire goal of keeping you ignorant. They got to keep you ignorant because, see, an ignorant person is not going to question anything. An ignorant person is just going to do anything they tell you to do. An ignorant person is not going to do their own thinking. They already know that. Now, there are some among us they can still fool. But those of us that are awake... We are beyond that. And they know it. This is why they despise our message. And they despise us and despise anything that we say. Because an awakened person, they see as a threat. The one that's spitting the truth is a threat. See, you're not falling in line and going along with the lies anymore. And many of us are still getting there. But you should know they have a lot to lose if we all wake up. They have a lot to lose. They have been lying about everything, including this land that we're on. This is why our history has been destroyed prior to them showing up. They destroyed all of that history and then replaced it with the lies that we hear about slavery today. And then what makes it not believable? And I knew that I knew even as a child they were lying. You know, because people in the class would say, well, what happened before? captivity. Oh, you were nothing but a slave. That is a lie. There is nobody on this earth or they'll say to you, you don't have a history. There is no one on this planet that don't have a history. We all have histories, even if it's your own personal history since you've been on this earth. That's how I knew they were lying. That gave it away right there. Telling somebody you don't have a history. What? Even creatures on this planet got a history. Okay? So that gave it away right there. And I knew I had to pursue the truth on my own. And from that point on, I did. And I'm glad I did. And I'm going to recommend that all of you do the same. Get the books. Read. Um, listen to the videos or any documentaries that you can get your hands on. And also, the Library of Congress got meticulous information about slavery, actual documents, actual signed documents, bills of sale, auction information, uh, actual voice, you know, uh, recordings of the slaves, all of that there. You, you don't have to go to these people for no history at all. You really have more at your disposal without them than with them. Always remember that. This concludes my podcast for today. Thank you for coming each and every day and listening to my podcast. And I want to thank all of my supporters. And if you are not a supporter, please consider becoming one. Peace, family.